0: Hello everyone. Welcome to your next stop. So you guys know what I do every week. I say how excited I am for my next guest and I am really, really excited. This is actually such a cool one. It's going to be different than some of my other ones, which I love. So I'm going to welcome Kate Polly of Create Dinners. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome to your next stop. This is Juliette Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to your next stop. So when Kate and I met, was it through an email marketing? I believe so.
1: Whatever it was, it worked. Somebody popped into my inbox and seemed friendly and nice. I was like, all right.
0: Yeah. And then we talked, we were like, okay, let's like have like a 10 minute conversation. And I think it lasted maybe yeah. close to an hour. <laughs> exactly. And then I was like, oh, wait, you're going to be on the podcast. I don't want to know anymore. So I'm glad because we also booked this a while ago. So I kind of, it's kind of gone out of my brain. A refresh. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to refresh. So I would love for you to tell the, your next stop listeners, your journey and, and a little bit kind of your backstory, you know where you grew up. A little bit of that we can touch on that, and then let's get into the the whole the whole meat of this.
1: Amazing. So I'm from Dallas, Texas, right outside a little suburban town called Coppell. Grew up there. Then I went to school in California. Graduated with a degree in broadcast journalism and studied film. And then I stayed in California for almost 8 years after that. So I was there for almost 12. During that time, I was working as a content producer, creative director at a digital marketing agency called Fullscreen and was there for almost a decade. Um, And then around like 2016, just as a passion project, decided to send out an email to some of my creative girlfriends and was like, let's do a creative dinner where all of you bring your different offerings. So one of you can cook, the other one can do the flower arrangements on the table. Surely you make ceramics, so we'll eat off of the plates that you make, etc. <laughs> we can all use it for marketing. And so we started doing these creative dinners and it was just a passion project. Um, and then a little over a year ago, started doing that and photography full time. And now I am... Here currently in Rhode Island, my fiance and I go back and forth between Brooklyn, New York and here in Westerly, Rhode Island. I'm currently planning the ultimate create dinners event, which is our wedding and trying to tap into every female creative that I know. And
0: here we are. That's the nutshell. <laughs> yes. No, I love it. Okay. So t- where also were your parents, were they entrepreneurs like a little bit about like their history? Cause I love kind of connecting that.
1: Totally. <laughs> I don't know where it came from. They're definitely not entrepreneurs. My, my dad, uh, worked for the government for almost 40 years as an economist. Wow. My mom worked, um, as a social worker at a nonprofit, um, assisting with like adoptions and kind of running this big auction every year. that was their fundraising campaign. And so they, she also did that for like 40 years. So truly, Nothing to to do with entrepreneurship. Neither one of them would probably identify as creative, even though they both... They do think... I think everybody has a creative bone in them. It may not be... As expressed outwardly as mine is, but it they definitely do some creative things. But no, no entrepreneurship. I think they're concerned sometimes (laughs) about my endeavors, but somehow we're still going. They have put all their faith in me, which is I I so appreciate.
0: Well, but it sounds like they were hardworking, and like the fact that your mom worked for a nonprofit. Yeah. That has a little bit. It's not so much entrepreneur, but you really have to get your feet dirt, like you're really in it. You're, you know, and and doing what she was doing. So, I could see where that's a little. You're you know watching that as you grow up. It's not like nine to five where she comes home and it's like I'm going to sit down.
1: Totally, it was all over. And yes, they're both extremely hardworking, and I think. This is something that my mom and I have discussed before. I, now what I do is largely event planning. And that was her like main bread and butter at this nonprofit was putting on this like giant auction every year for hundreds of people. And I'm like, I guess the event planning is like very much so something we both have and enjoy. So I guess there is the the biggest overlap.
0: Right. I mean, and you know what, it's funny because we we talk about it and I was just thinking about my, my mom's a kindergarten teacher. I would never have been a teacher because of my dyslexia and I hated school that I was like, no, no, thank you. My dad was an entrepreneur. He was in real estate and he was, you know, more of that. And so it's, you know, it's interesting.
1: It's so interesting to see what people do. My brother is very like followed my parents path and is more like in the same job and stayed in Texas. And I'm like the wild card where they like, oh boy.
0: <laughs> now, are you older or younger? I'm younger. Okay.
1: I mean, yeah. Which, yeah that, it checks out.
0: <laughs> totally makes sense. So, okay. So what then made you leave California and come to New York, Rhode Island area?
1: Yeah. So I'd, I had wanted to come to the East Coast, For a very long time, I had asked the company that I was at if I could transfer. There was a New York office. And that was like a five-year discussion of constantly being like, I know I belong in New York. It's in my bones. I would visit all the time. My mom loves New York. I grew up taking trips all the time and going to Broadway and just loving the energy and the fast pace. And so asked about that. And then I started dating my now fiance who lived in New York. And so we'd been together for about a year. And I finally like told work, like I'm moving to New York and I would like to keep this job. Can we make that happen? And they were finally like, okay. So it was partially a long time desire and partially for love. We'll say mostly for love right. was the final, final straw that broke the camel's back. I was like, I'm going,
0: well, it, but it was also just meant to be right. I mean, the fact.
1: Yeah. Perfect. It, It really did work out. And then, and then COVID hit and it was like the world shut down and I was like, I don't know if I would have even been able to do this if I hadn't done it at the time that I did, so it it all did like totally work out how I was supposed to.
0: Right. Okay. So take us through then. So now you're saying what you're 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 really doing this full time. And so yeah. when did that? I know we we talked about when we you and I were on the phone, and that's when I was like, oh, we got to shut it down. We got to shut it down yeah. Um, because we talked about the creative. Right. Not everyone has the outlier creative. Not everyone thinks of themselves created. I shared my story, which my listeners know how I did not think I was creative, which is such a joke. <laughs> Yeah. So, very creative. Yes. Yeah. So creative, which still makes me <laughs> chuckle. Cause I was always like in the sales, like, you know, I was that person. So it always makes me laugh, but I would love to hear and my listeners to hear. Okay. So you had this idea when you did that first one, were you like, Oh, I loved that. I think I want to continue to kind of do this. So take us through a little bit, like your gut checking in that. Yeah,
1: so I did love it so much so that after the first one I like I had a mentor at work who was like, "Oh, this could be a business. You should totally make a website and like make it available to anyone." And so I built out the website and put a like a form where you could apply to bring something to the table. Um strangers started to apply over time. The first few were like primarily friends and then it totally just became a group of strangers. And I had considered many times like leaving what I was doing, but I didn't know how to monetize it. I was like, I love this so much. I would love to make it my full-time job. Have no idea how to make money off of it without charging a ridiculous amount. And I wanted to keep it very accessible. And so I had thought about it many times and it just never made sense. And then 2020 hit and I was part of a mass Layoff, like on a call with sixty people, and they're like, "This entire company is basically dissolving because COVID was insane." And you know, so I, I was in the same boat as many, and so I was actually very pumped because I had wanted to leave for a long time. So for me, who had been there for almost a decade, I was very fortunate to have good severance, and was like, "Great, I'm just going to take the holidays to like take a breather after almost ten years of." Doing this very fast paced, crazy startup world job and see what I wanna do. And during that time, I was like, what if I made Create Dinners like a full time thing and I do a full rebrand and I can launch a virtual series and figure out like an actual business plan for how to monetize this? And my partner helped me out and kind of helped strategize like how to make that happen. And I did that. And I was just sort of like, I'm going to do this full time until my bank account hits a certain number. And if it doesn't, I'm going to just keep doing this. And we're still going.
0: So I that love that. The nutshell. No, yeah. which is so awesome because that's what I want my listeners to listen to because you, as you said, you weren't super happy at your job and you were like, eh, I kind of want out. But when you're in a position where you're getting paid and you're like, well, what else am I? Yeah, all of it. Right. You're like, what am I going to do? So it's like, you kind of get stuck there. And that's where, where this podcast, I, I so want people to listen. Like as if you're listening to this episode right now and you're, you know, going to work or you are at a job that you're like, eh, but you have a passion and you have something just like Kate said, she just did it as a fun thing. Hey, let's see where this goes. And that is the first step. If you have an idea and you don't do anything, it's not going to go anywhere. But if you have an idea and you do something just little one step ahead, like you take a foot, you talk to people like Kate did, you go and just kind of just listen, listen to your gut and see what you can do with it. That's so important or it's never going to happen. 100%.
1: It's just sending emails. It's putting together a deck. It's like constantly talking about it. Anytime you get an opportunity, like you said, I think, yeah, I think the scariest part is just taking a step and doing it. It's easy to like dream and plan out a whole business in your head or just have a passion project. And the scariest part is just like diving in and doing it. And it's also exhilarating and much more rewarding when it does work because it's like, I... Got to build this thing, and like I'm getting to do what I love more than anything as a career. It's pretty awesome.
0: It's so awesome. And the other thing is, you know, and you could just hear, like you could hear the excitement in your voice. But the other thing is, yes, it's it's scary to have to do that. But when you do, as you said, it's so rewarding because you created something out of scratch. So I always talk about in this podcast a lot of times about dreaming. Like I tell my clients, I talk about it here all the time, dream, because when you dream, you create things. You know, I, in in one of my workshops, I have my clients write down what their ideal life would look like with no money. Like it doesn't matter what money is. It doesn't matter. Your location doesn't matter. Like if you could just sit and say, okay, this is what I would love and just write it down and see where, when you read that, what comes to your mind? Because if there is a dream in there, something's going to happen if that's what your path is meant to do. And if things happen, so like for your instance, you maybe wouldn't have left if you weren't laid off. But I think that happens to so many people, right? I mean, that's like, okay, guess what? You're not listening to all these signs. You're not listening to your gut, whether you believe in God or the universe, I'm going to have to help you. say so you're getting fired. <laughs> right? Yeah.
1: A thousand percent, and and I also think so much of me subscribed to this idea of like the security of a nine to five job, and I now I'm like that wasn't guaranteed either. Like I thought it was so stable, and it was in many ways. It's like great to have benefits and all these things like taken care of that you're not thinking about, and coworkers, and there's definitely pros. But I'm like, there's also so, so many pros on being your own boss and getting to like make your schedule and go for a coffee in the middle of the afternoon and not be worried about who's slacking you and all the things like there's higher highs and lower lows, but it's uh, neither one is guaranteed safety or security,
0: you know? Right. And I love what you just said there. There's higher highs and lower lows because it is so true when when you're having a week and it is like, you're so high, you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And literally in two days, it can be like, oh, oh yeah,
1: <laughs> I'm worthless. What if I've never had a creative bone in my body. Yeah. You're just like really going through it. No one's responding to your emails. No one is on board for what you're pitching. They're not getting the vision. But when you get a win or you book a gig, that is like the best feeling for sure.
0: For it really sure. is. It really is. And, and I would love for you to take your the listeners through this because I do this, but I'm not sure if every entrepreneur do, does this. And I don't know if it's like a defense mechanism, like kind of protecting myself, but I, when I have those high highs, I'm like, okay, there's going to be some low lows coming.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. No, I think it's definitely true. I, I, I was just talking to my fiance, Brian, about this. Like we're realizing there's a cycle where it's like you put in all this time to put together a proposal or a deck or whatever you're pitching and that's a couple of days then the next few days is emailing you're just e- you're just emailing then maybe you have a few days where you hear nothing and you're like everyone hates me. I'm done. I'm going, I'm applying for jobs. You're you're on LinkedIn. You're in the deep search of like, I'm giving up. I'm throwing in the towel. And then you get like five responses. And some of them are yes. Some of them are no. And one person says yes. And then you're good for at least a couple months. And then you do that all over. (laughs) And I would like to think there will be a day where it's not that crazy. And it's not always that crazy, but it often can be that, and we have to always be reminding each other like in the, in the lulls, like, okay, this is like a part of the process. We're going to feel better tomorrow. As soon as we get a response, like do not feed into this emotional like lull.
0: Yes. And I think that's so important. I actually talked to another entrepreneur about it. And what she said is she tries not to let herself get so high, even though I'm like so bad at that. I'm like, oh, I got let myself get so high, yeah. but I can <laughs> talk myself out of the low. Like I am pretty good. Like, okay, this just yeah. means there's going to be a high, but not everyone can do that. Right. Totally.
1: totally. It's hard. Yeah. When I have a high, I'm like, let's go out to dinner. Like, let's go, let's treat ourselves. Like we locked the deal <laughs> and I'm like, I'm probably worse. Like I need to reel it back in. And then yeah, at the lows, it's like, you can go down the, the deep cycle, but I do think it's good. It's the best to stay somewhere in the middle and have, you know, a a fellow entrepreneur who can be reminding you, like, it's going to be okay. Right.
0: We're
1: going to be okay. There's food on the table. We have a roof over our head. We're going to be okay.
0: And you're doing what you love, which is, you know, which is huge. So I would love for you to take us through a little bit about what you're doing. I know you're, you're living in two different places right now, but like what you, you know, what some of the other events after that first event looked like.
1: Totally. So that first dinner became a dinner series. Um, we are now on the 16th dinner. I have that coming up in a couple weeks. I'm already deep in planning the 17th. So there's those, which I would say no pun intended is like the bread and butter of create dinners. And then we also do partnership events. And so that could be a brand contacting us and saying, we're launching a new line of clothing. Whatever it may be, we want to plan a dinner for our brand ambassadors, for our employees. Let's make this themed thing and like really infuse meaning into this curated special dinner. So we'll do events like that. I also do workshops that are open to the public. I'm planning two two or three of those coming up right now that um, will be... Women coming in doing like a floral arrangement workshop will provide some snacks and drinks and then have time for conversation questions, which I should note is a very important part of all the events that Create Dinners does. We write conversation questions that go along with whatever theme the event has um, just to help everybody take their business hat off for a second and put on their like human hat and answer something some kind of question that tells us more about them um, and allows everyone to just kind of take some time to connect there and yeah those are the i'm like i'm trying to think if i'm missing any of the other ones those are the main different types of events that we do but honestly i'm anyone who messages me that has a creative idea for an event i'm like yeah let's do it let's talk about it
0: stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor Hi, my name is Shari Hodas and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Right. I love that. So your events, where are they taking place and how can people also find you?
1: They are primarily taking place in New York right now. I think the next handful that are coming up, there's one coming up Um, on February the 16th in Brooklyn at a place called Cherry on Top um, that we are doing a floral arrangement workshop at. And then there will be a concert afterwards. So you can find that at create dinners.com backslash events. Um, That's the next one. And then I'll be launching another one that will be happening in March in celebration of Women's History Month. That one I'll be in, launching sometime in the middle of February. So you can stay tuned for that. But create is where everything lives. And then we're just at create dinners on Instagram. And there's a lot of updates
0: there too. I love it. So if I was someone that was like, this is so interesting, take me through a little bit of what it looks like. So I would go to create dinners, you know, dot com and I would find one of your events. And so like how many people are at them? You know, is it still where every single person brings something that they're, you know, creative or has it evolved from that? Totally.
1: So the dinners, if you are somebody who wants to come to one of our dinners as part of the dinner series, you can fill out our application to apply to bring something to the table. Um, and you'll see on their dinner series as a tab. So you can put in your social handle, talk a little bit about what you would want to bring, who you are. If you are somebody who's maybe not wanting to go that hard into create dinners and you just want to come be a part of a fun event, you can purchase a ticket. And mostly at those events, I would say range from 20 to 40 people. This one that I have coming up, there's 30 tickets available. And I think we only have like six spots left. So that's exciting. And hopefully they will be a Sold out and will be a full house. Um, but we keep it pretty small, especially because of COVID and, and also because it helps it stay really intimate and meaningful when it's not a sea of faces and you actually can walk away and feel like you connected with somebody who was at the event.
0: I love that. So when you do your themes, are are those where, so it's like a very much of a networking event in a different way. So it's a little bit of a spin-off of a, just a traditional networking event, which I love. So, um, when you do themes, that's where people would, you know, kind of go and say, Oh, I like this theme. This is what I want to be a part of. Totally.
1: And I've done it both ways where I announced the theme prior to the event. And then I've done it the opposite direction where I pick everyone and then I announce the theme. And I kind of love that because it's truly creative and everybody, a lot of times I have the theme in my head already. And so when I'm choosing different people to come, I have in mind like you would be perfect for this because of whatever offering you have. So it's a little bit of both. I also have started this year trying to partner with different brands um, to sponsor these dinners for those, Curated Dinner Series. It's something my eventual goal is that nobody ever has to pay a dime and they are taken care of by brands who align with what we are doing. And so my dream is that, yeah, people can just attend and bring their creative offering. Right now, there is a small fee for people to cover the food um, and any necessary materials. But for some of the ones coming up, we're partnering with some brands, which is exciting, who will provide you know, a beverage that will be a part of our cocktail or hats that we'll all be wearing and guests will get photos taken in. And so we work with different brands, giving them content to use on their pages in exchange for sponsorships and all that kind of stuff.
0: I love it. It's so exciting. And from even when I spoke to you last, I mean, how it's even evolved. And I think we, we, I think we said that we were like, okay, you know, you had just, I, I mean, I believe it was like within a year that you had, you know, left your job and you were doing this full time. But the thing that I think is also really fun is that you put it, you know, someone puts an application in and then there's you and your team that kind of look through it and then place people together, which is really kind of fun.
1: Yeah, it's curating humans. And like I, that is probably my like number one role uh, as the owner of Create Dinners is curating humans and looking at these women and being like, are they going to jive? Is this a good group of people together? And so far, they've all been really fun and really lovely. And it's really cool to see how people stay in touch after. I actually just talked to somebody a few nights ago who... Is having a baby. There's actually two, two previous attendees who are having a baby. And at the dinner that we all did together, there was another attendee who is a doula. And the two women having babies hired the doula to deliver their baby or be a part of that process. And I was like, that makes me so happy to see like these what I hope will be like a lifelong connection happens as a result of sitting around the table, sharing something about yourself and getting to connect. And maybe there were things outside of Create Dinners, but I like to think that it provides a space for people to connect in that way.
0: Right. Totally. And here's, here's the thing that I love, and this is what so ties into this podcast on so many levels is that, again, I truly believe that we all have a purpose, whether it's God or the universe. So if you right now also are feeling a little stuck and you're like, I kind of need to shake things up, put an application in because you don't know who you're going to meet at one of these dinners, which is really kind of fun because it it just could put you in that, you know, kind of traject you into that, position where, Hey, this is what's supposed to happen for the rest of my life. And it could happen at one of these create dinners. 1000%. 1, 1000%. 1, so
1: many people, when they get to the dinners, they're like, I'm really shy. Filling out an application to come to this was not something that I would normally do. It was really scary. And they get there and they're like, this is the nicest group of people. And it's not scary. And I'm so glad I did it. And it's true. The, the people who attend are so encouraging. They're so kind. I feel like the luckiest person to get these people to come to the events. Um, and yeah, just like humbled every time we like break the table down and I'm processing everything. I'm like, how did it happen again? Where we got these like salt of the earth humans to give their time and their talents to come and be a part of this. Um, but it's true. You can meet people there. And I've met so many people there where I'm like, they have changed my trajectory by making an intro or just becoming a really good friend or a business partner for different events down the line. It's
0: really awesome. I love that. I love that. So again, tell people where they can find you.
1: Create dinners.com or at create dinners on Instagram. I love it. I love it. Now when's the wedding? The wedding is June 3rd.
0: Amazing. So it's coming
1: up. We're getting down to I I like Anytime someone RSVPs, I like go to the website and can see and we are having like a tiny, tiny wedding in Brooklyn, pretty much family only. And then a few close, close friends will be there, but I get notified. And anytime I go to the website, there's like a little tracker that says the days. And I think we're almost we're almost at four months, which is pretty wild.
0: So we're getting close. That's so exciting. It's such a fun, it really is such a fun time that you are, you're you doing, you know, that you're entering, but also having this that you've created before and then, you know, kind of entering it. So what does your, your soon to be husband, what does he do? And is he a part of a lot of this? Oh, he's,
1: he's a huge part of it. He is like the low key, uh, other create dinners, like mastermind for sure always bouncing ideas and running things by him, having him very involved behind the scenes. And he's so supportive and loves it. He actually... He was a co-founder co at an eyewear company and did that for the last like 6 or 7 years. And he is now on to his next venture. He is an architect by training and that's what he studied. And so he's now hoping to go back into architecture and is slowly working on the next thing that I probably should not talk about at large yet because there's lots in the works, but I'm super proud of him. And he is building some really cool things behind the scenes.
0: That's so, so exciting. And it you know what, it's it, it'll be interesting if you guys choose to have kids, if you have kids to see the path that they take. I mean, that's one thing I have three kids and I always think, you know, I was in corporate for a long time. My husband is definitely on corporate anytime, you know, during anytime he's been out of work, I always am like, come on, you could do it on your own. Think about this. And he's like, ah, I have no, no, he has no desire. He is not, he is not that guy, but it's so funny to see and think like where the kids will go and what, you know, the, how, what they've witnessed and what they've taken and what they've seen, especially since I created this whole thing. And it's just, you know, um, some of the stuff that literally I've just had, you know, a couple of weeks of the, these highs. I don't know if you know, but I'm going to be, uh, broadcasting live the week of the Super Bowl in LA so exciting congratulations so we got a sponsor who's going to be yes it's amazing and so we're going to be doing the whole yns live with nfl thread which is one of my live segments um, at the luncheon and then at this fashion show holly robinson pete who was just on the live show she is the honorary chair i mean it's next week i think we're interviewing cookie johnson which will that that will be out um by the time but then i was actually just asked to keynote speak at a um uh, podcasting, um, convention, which is huge. And it's, so it's just really fun to see your hard work and everything, you know, this side of it, you know, my consulting has kind of been there for a bit and is pretty established, but the the fact that this part, which is really, you know, just kind of lights my fire is just taking off. And so it's exciting to see and seeing from my kid's perspective, okay, mom stayed home with us. And now all of a sudden she has created this thing that is actually taking off.
1: Totally. It's incredible. I, I, and that's such a like gift to your kids that they feel that like you were able to be present and build something and such a cool example, such a cool example. We laugh all the time about like, we're like, we're going to have kids who are just like, like engineers. <laughs> like they're not going to have like any interest in being creative. And we're both like dreaming up these ideas and like, <laughs> go to your, you know, your eventual big dream plan. I'm like, we have like many of those where we're like in five, ten years we wanna have like this life and look have it look like this. We're like, we're gonna have kids. You're just like, No. <laughs> well that I mean it, it is well, it would be so funny. <laughs> yeah
0: I mean, it is very interesting so it is it's funny. Okay Kate, I love this. I could do this all day with you. I will eventually be at one of your create dinners. I know that because we are local and close so I that is on the bucket list. Again, tell everyone where they can find you and thank you for joining your next up.
1: Thank you guys so much for tuning in if you are and thank you so much. Um, you can find everything at createdinners.com or on Instagram at create dinners.
0: Awesome. All right, guys, you know what to do. If you like what you heard, share, rate, review. But here's the other thing is I've been telling you the last bunch of episodes, you don't know who needs to hear this episode think about it. You might be like, Oh, this is such a fun episode, but you're like, Oh, I'm, I'm really happy in my life. I'm doing what I want to do. But you're not thinking of the people in your life that actually might need to hear this. So what I want you to do is I want you to share it with five friends and just say, Hey, listen to this. Because out of those five friends, one of them is also going to find someone that's like, Oh my gosh, my niece needed this so much. She's had this idea. She's been miserable in her life. She's young and she has so much ahead of her. I'm going to center this episode. So that's what I want you guys to do. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you for joining your next stop. Bye, Kate. Bye. I hope you liked this episode of your next stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week.